Hello. Hey there. Hi. Welcome to episode 115 of Coming Gear Podcast. I'm your host, Adam. I'm Dustin. I'm Chris. How are we doing today, gentlemen? Saturday, man. You know, not bad. Feels good, yeah. For the boys. We're We're still sleeping (laughs) as long as I want to sleep in. You know? I got to sleep in actually a little bit. I, I think I surprisingly enough I slept in until about nine a.m. Yeah, me too. Twenty. I just wish I could sleep longer. Right. <laughs> Lucky ducks. <laughs> it was one of those rare like occasions that I actually was able to do that past like seven thirty or eight o'clock in the morning. I got an extra hour. I was up at seven. Ugh. Uh, Misty had left for work. Got up for work then. That oh, sounds sure. awful. And then it's like once you once you kind of like wake up, you're like, well, I'm up. Whatever. Yeah, I'm not even gonna Let's try. Just start the day. Yeah, I was like I might as well. It's like I got nothing to do until 10:30 when I should be getting ready to leave. So mm-hmm. I guess I'll just play video games for a few hours. Hell <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, there's worse things. What did you play? Um, I played some Tarkov this morning because there is a wipe inbound probably in the next within the next. 12 to 18 hours is my guess and um there's some shenanigans happening in the game right now so i just wanted to see it firsthand because i've never experienced that before and uh yeah shenanigans were had <laughs> um so but it was, it was between that or i was uh also thinking about playing demon souls mm. i'm almost done with that as well so wait so wait you were saying that the final boss <clears throat> has a move yes where he just permanently takes souls from you it's called soul sucker and you can't get those like you can buy them back but like you lose them even if you go back to your body so like like if you were to die i guess so like in um dark souls 3 um you know if you have souls on you from killing enemies or finding them or whatever they're on your body and then if you die you lose them but there's your death spot that you can go and retrieve them right so same thing, like if you have souls on you and you die in this boss room, um, get King Alant, um, you lose your souls, they're they're there, but you, and you can go get them back, but they're in that boss room, and if you want to be able to use them, you'd have to beat the boss because it's in the boss room. <laughs> but he has this move called Soul Sucker where he will grab you and literally take a level away from you. Oh my god. So then even if you go down, yeah, even if you go down, you come back to get your souls back, but you're still a level you down. You don't have that level anymore. Holy shit. And you'd have to pay for that level again if you want it back. Demon <laughs> and if souls. you had souls on you, <laughs> look, they are now in the boss room. <laughs> All I'm going to say is that you told, All us, right, you, guys. you told us about this yesterday, and I gave you some worldly advice, and then you then went and beat the boss, so you're welcome. Yes, yeah, you said you. three tries, right? Mm-hmm, three tries. So did it, you lose three levels? Like, Did he like hit you multiple times with no, that? No, he like, only got me with that grab once. <laughs> And you yeah. went, not again, bud. Like I, I, I went in the first time, and I, I, you know, I actually did very well. I had, I had him down to maybe a third health left, mm-hmm. um, and then I ended up getting a little penisy, and then he did some moves that I hadn't seen yet. So like, you know, I got caught yeah. off guard. Yep, yep. Um, and then the second time I got back in there, that's when he took a level away from me. <laughs> Oh, so it wasn't even on the first time you were just no. like, oh, this is also a move you have. Because <laughs> it kills you. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Uh, well, I should say, maybe if you if you level up your vitality enough, it wouldn't kill you in one shot, but I've barely paid attention to my vitality in this build, so. <laughs> so it got you. So he got Ooh, me. Yeah, Jeff's going to have some comments about that. 
He's, <laughs> he's all about the vitality. It's all about vitality. Nah, it's it's different in Demon Souls. Um, I would agree it's all about vitality in Darks, some of the Dark Souls games, but in this, basically, since it, you know this is the very first one, um, if you you can be at full health, you know, you're human or whatever. And in Dark Souls, if you're human and then you die, then, you know, you you lose a little bit of health, but you still have a full bar. Um, in this, if you are at full health human and then you die, you start off at half health. Oh, my God. Until you become human again. And you can only become human by using a very limited number of rare items in the game that are dropped um there's a couple merchants you can buy these things from but they're not easy to get to um or if you beat an art a demon like a boss then you also become human those are the only two ways to become human otherwise you were at 50 percent health the entire time so two things here yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna throw out there one again here's the advice i gave adam just for the world if you guys run into this boss again here's the advice i gave adam that worked pristinely don't get grabbed. Easy. That's, there you go. You're that welcome. is the rule. <laughs> Don't solid grabbed. rule, like standard across the board. Sure. Don't get grabbed. Two in our chat here. I just want to compliment you guys on your correct and most awesome use of Shit's Creek uh, gifts. Thank you. Yeah. You like that? <laughs> you could find a date. Uh, you can find a David uh, what gift for anything. Fuck? <laughs> <laughs> um, there is a ring also. Uh, that you can get in Demon Souls that uh, when you're in ghost soul form or whatever, um, you have 75% of your health. So, like, you know, I have that ring on permanently. So it's just more of a don't get grabbed, don't get hit, and you won't die. So it doesn't really matter what your vitality is at, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and the class I chose had a high, a decent starting vitality. So, like, I, that's why I never really paid attention to it until towards the end of the game. Sure. I just dumped it all into strength, um, and then uh, dexterity, and then uh, endurance. I feel. I feel the same. I did. Oh, go ahead. oh sorry. Well, I, said, well, I, I feel the same. I did the same with Dark Souls three. I didn't. I, I put stuff in vitality, but I really went strength a lot. Yeah, just so to went, brute force your way through anything if you need to. Mm-hmm. So you went demon swole. Was that right? Yeah. Yes. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well <laughs> that done. Was, that, that, that was well, very good, by the way. Well, that was very good. <laughs> Thank you for this is episode yeah, one fifteen I mean, of Coping Your right Podcast. Here, honestly, that was go out on top when you can. It's a quick like, one. This, this is the only thing I can add to this conversation because I haven't and played and it. Hey, you nailed it. Play to your strengths. Okay. Hey man. There you go. Um so yeah. I, I also realized that endurance is good because A, um equip uh, weight is is a is a big thing um like it is in dark souls 3 which you guys can kind of get to where you know if you're under 75 percent of your total equip weight you have a fast roll mm-hmm. um except in demon souls it's 50 percent oh and God. not only that do you have an equip weight you have an item weight too so you are only able to carry so much pick up so much stuff before um, it says you don't have enough room in your inventory anymore. Could weigh 0.1 kilogram. Doesn't matter. If you go over your max, you can't pick anything up anymore. I kind of like that. I do too. Um, so in, in the original game, there is a ring that you can put on that 
basically multiplies your equip or item weight by one and a half. Um, and that was extremely useful. However, in the remake, they allow you to just send items back to the guy who holds on to them for you wherever you are. Oh, that's cool too. So, I mean, that helps, um, but, and, but it's still, it's not as bad as it used to be. (laughs) Um, and yeah, you know, it's, uh, I, I beat the final boss of the game, but I hadn't beat all the, uh, the arch demons that I was tasked to kill. So I still haven't beaten the game. (laughs) Um, but that'll probably happen today. Okay. And then there's a dark up wipe, and that's all I'm, I'm going to be focusing on that pretty hard. <laughs> Getting in on that chaos. Along with Resident Evil 8, I've been playing through that and really enjoying it. Same. I've, I've, I haven't played I haven't played a lot of it yet, uh, but I've definitely gotten farther than the last time we talked about it, Chris. Oh, so you, uh, last time I had heard you got to the first typewriter? Yeah, I, I got to the first typewriter. That Early. was it. Yeah, very, so very early. early. Very mm-hmm. early. That op- uh, I mean, the opening. Since then, more has happened. Yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, I'm, in the, I'm in the house. Okay. Or in the uh, mansion. The castle. The castle. Yeah. Got the lady. Some things have happened. Some ladies. Uh, yeah, some lady. I talked to some ladies. How far are you, Adam? Um, I'm just past the mansion. The Demestro, okay. or whatever, however you pronounce their name. I'm, I apologize, but... Dimitral, I think. Thank you. Uh, yeah, just past there. Okay, so you're a little farther than the eye, I'm assuming. You got some fun stuff coming up. Yeah, I'm currently that in game. That game mansion. is just a blast. Like, I replayed it three times. Yeah, you went through it three times real fast, like within two weeks. Well, the yeah, because last... you said it. You said it's not that long, right? If like you know where what to do and well, where to go, the like first, you can kind of get through yeah, it. Yeah, really the first the first playthrough is the longest, but then if you yeah, if you know where to go, you're, it's pretty you know simple. But then the last playthrough, I had you know as you you know it's like Resident Evil you know Resident Evil Seven that you can unlock like certain no no Resident Evil Two and Three not Seven the remakes where. You could unlock like perks to the game after you've beaten it of points that you've been awarded because of like achievements or whatever you get. Mm-hmm. So I unlocked infinite ammo and like the assault rifle. So I was just <laughs> oh, going shit. to town <laughs> on everything, you know. That's cool. Um, so yeah, it wasn't it wasn't difficult the last the last time around. Nah, at man, all. that's a, that's just a fun playthrough. Um. But yeah, you know, once you guys beat it, I'm, you know, you know, curious on your thoughts of it, of course. Yeah. I would I'm, convey them. I'm, I'm also enjoying it so far, and I'm not a big Resident Evil guy. As a Resident and... Evil fan of the whole, like, most of this, I don't want to say the whole series because some are meh, mm-hmm. but it was pleasantly surprising, you know, um, mm-hmm. story and, and elements of it, so. Also, in, since the last time we recorded, I beat seven officially, like all the way through. Yeah. I hadn't nice. officially beaten it before. I knew the end of the game and stuff like that, but I hadn't actually beaten it. So that I finished all that up and then immediately jumped in to eight. That's one um, of the best survival horror games out there. Seven. Oh, man, seven. seven's so good. Um. So yeah, like it's I I like this story and it. I mean. I'm not a big fan of a lot of the other games, um, but it reminds like I, I'm getting the same feelings I had when playing through four, you know. Mm-hmm. So I, I like that, and I mean I, I love five, but five's a 
just a, it's not even in this category of games that these are um five's just a different genre altogether yeah they 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 jumped the shark on five and then <laughs> jumped it even further on six <laughs> we won't we won't talk about six we're gonna be punching rocks bro yeah, I mean it's a five's a fun game. Don't get me five's wrong. Like, gr- five is a blast. Don't yeah. Don't co- make me... five was a great time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but like four, seven, and eight are of similar roots, I guess. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because like I've never played four. Because I think we've talked about this. Like I played the first one, and I've never beaten the first one, and I just never really got into Resident Evil for some, whatever reason. But I'm I'm thoroughly like as early on as I'm assuming I am. Um, cause I'm currently in the castle mansion, whatever, um, poking around, talk to the Duke or whatever, but, uh, Oh, the Duke so far, like it's so far, it's like, it's so intriguing from what I've seen that I like for the first time in a while playing a resident evil game. Like I want to keep going to be like, what the fuck is going on? And, and, <laughs> like, and truth- I mean, I'm so intrigued by it. Like, and truthfully, if you like eight and like how it maneuvers and stuff, you probably should go back and play the two and three remakes. Um, similar control, similar shooting. Uh, they're not long games at all, um, and they're fantastic. They really are. And if also, get, if, if I was gonna say, if those get bundled Ooh. sometime and are on sale, I think that's definitely. I think. Happen. I think. I think it is. I think it if has, it has bundled, them already. It's, I think they called it like the like the Raccoon City collection or something. Okay. Um, but okay. on sale wise, I don't know. I haven't seen I it. Don't know so I know. Uh, it. It it'll be a while, obviously, because you know I, I got we we have so many games <laughs> to play. There's a lot of games, yes. and the future is also going to put more games on to us oh as well. God. It's gonna get uh, it's gonna get so difficult. Well, and and then speaking of us, even while we're on the topic, like uh, I guess the the voice actor for Albert Wesker in in four. Mm-hmm. Basically, basically confirmed that the remake of Force happening by leaking uh, outfits and stuff. I for... thought I saw something about that a little it's, while it ago. Got, it got deleted. He, like his key like shut his Twitter account off and everything. But oh, wow, yeah, I'm sure he got in big trouble. <laughs> but yeah, uh, but I mean, yeah, I mean that's I mean, I mean nothing. You know, Capcom hasn't confirmed anything, but you know, with the success that they've been having with the series. And with the remakes of two and three, you, it'd be silly for them. Yeah, and to. also that Resident Evil Four VR is doing gangbusters right now. Yeah, you know? it is. that's that's crazy to me. That that one, you know, spoiler for a little bit later in the episode, but that one v, best VR game in the Game Awards. Yeah, like and that game in, has some moments where you know that'll make your heart stop a little Oof. bit. <laughs> yeah, I streamed, uh, I, yeah, I streamed that what, a couple months ago, I think. Yeah, and uh, playing that in VR, like I like I, th- I I talked about it when we were watching the Game Awards, but um, the moment when the chainsaw guy comes through the window for the first time, <laughs> that in VR would be insane. <sighs> you guys playing anything else, or or, or should we get into um, the meat, the meat I mean, of the episode, as it were? I mean, really, Dead by Daylight is taking my life over. <laughs> um, I can't underestimate. I can't understand. Still on that, that train. Uh, I just, I joked about it. You know, we were streaming the Game Awards the other night. But yeah, when I'm playing D by D, I'm loving it. When I'm not playing D by D, I'm thinking about it. Uh, but no, I also, I, I recently just beat uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. 
Um, oh. Wow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, talk about a game I had no interest in when that was first announced. Like, and to play in it and, like, seeing the reviews of it. And then be like, all right, I'll... It went on sale for, like, half off. It's, like, 25 bucks or something yep. at Best Buy. And I was like, well, that's a steal, I feel. Um, and being, like, just blown away. You know, to your point, Adam, you said this when we were streaming the Game Awards. Uh, you need to talk to your marketing team because they sh- did a shit job. Yes, very much so. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, they should. They should talk to some people about that. But, I mean, I, I, I'm i excited to try that out um, whenever I end up getting that from you. It's just yeah. a fun. It's just it's, a fun time, man. It's It's ready for you, buddy. Um, Ooh, that's exactly yeah, when you're in the, I mean, I know spoilers, of course, but like when you're in the thick of it yeah, and you do this thing and then all of a sudden the music starts playing, hell, you're just like, I don't want to stop. There's <laughs> moments, there's moments in the game where you're supposed to go to an objective while you're fighting, but you could just keep on fighting. And I didn't go to that objective. It just kept fighting because I was having such a fun time. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a fun game, man. It's it's like it's exactly what you think a Guardians of the Galaxy game should feel like. Like I feel Agreed. like they nailed it. Being that it's a single player and not co-op and you don't have friends playing all those extra characters like in my opinion when you get done playing it it's exactly what a Guardians of the Galaxy game should feel like. It's so surprising. I agree. I'm looking forward to it. Mhm. But uh, as Chris was saying, the Oscars of the video game world happened. <laughs> well, fuck the Oscars. <laughs> uh, just the other Thursday, which, you know, if you're smart, you were watching it with us over at twitch.tv slash CGY podcast. Um, but the Game Awards, 2021 Game Awards, they're here. They went. Sorry, they came. They went. I laughed. I cried. Um, what... What do you think? What were your overall impressions? I wasn't as impressed as I was in previous years. Same. Agreed. But at the same time, it wasn't... um, I don't know. I guess it was like average. Does that feel right? I didn't didn't dislike it. It wasn't bad. It wasn't great. But I mean, it was good. I mean, Um, I enjoyed it. Too long. Like we talked about. Some key takeaways for me, at least, uh, after, you know... You know, thinking about it since it's been out one, as you just said, doesn't too long, like three mm-hmm. hours. You got, and then also there was a pre-show. Um, you know, as as cool as celebrities are and stuff, we don't need them. I don't need to see me Lou to, you know, announce a video game, and give bad jokes. You know, I'm good. <laughs> I'm have, a, have have a bit go um, just a little too long. Where you're like, okay, just what are the nominees? As as I I like Sting. Do we do we need Sting? No, no. I wish they'd focus more on the games and the developers and, you know, that aspect of it more. Because, like, you know, people, given their speeches were cut off. I mean, Joseph Ayers didn't talk, like, at all when he won Game of the Year. So, I don't know. He like, still got some F-bombs in there, so he's fine. Yes, <laughs> he did. Yes, he did. Couldn't keep the uh, mic away from him all night, Jeff. Um yeah, I, I think I agree with you, Chris. I, I, I hear you. I mean, I, I didn't mind some of those musical uh, like interludes, I guess. that I feel like that was nicer than well, 
all of the celebrity, you know. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not talking about the music in general. Like the orchestra, fantastic. Mm-hmm. Every, every year, it's great. I'm talking about like, do we need Imagine Dragons? You know, do we sure. need Sting? <laughs> sure. It just it, yeah, it just was just making it longer. And you know, because I I would assume like you know, it, I doubt Sting and Imagine Dragons are like, yeah, I'll come do this for free, no problem, man. They probably were paid. You know, and I, you know, that sting definitely would have been elsewhere. Yeah. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, I hear you because like, like you said, like to your point, like it's, it's just over three hours long and the, you know, thank you speeches were very, very short. So it's like, what are you other than, you know, like the world premieres that we just got over and over and over and over again, which is cool. Um, Outside of that, I feel like you're right. I mean, there's some things they could probably tighten up. That's like try to be less. Hey, look how cool we are, opposed to like just you know. And I mean, it's it's starting at seven p.m. our time, which is five p.m. out in L.A. So like that's an appropriate time to start. But like yeah, mm-hmm. it's I, by the time it hit like nine 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 thirty our time, I was like, I'm getting fucking tired. Yeah, yeah. I got work tomorrow. <laughs> yep. It's like when's this? Just get to the get, get just get to the meat of this. That I'm an know. old man anyway now, so might as well just lean in. <laughs> I mean, I still wouldn't play Dead by Daylight for like three hours afterwards, but <laughs> I Did... I fucking can't do that anymore. I don't know how. <laughs> Dude, it's tough. I'm hooked on a feeling, man. Were there That's were there true. any were there any like specific like announcements that you guys were particularly like surprised about or like really excited about? I, uh, I, got a, I got a couple. You got a couple. Alan Wake, Alan Wake too. I never, I haven't played the first Alan Wake, but I know how big it is. You know, yeah. and with the remaster, I do plan to. But I know that was a huge announcement. Yeah. You know, I respect um, the announcement, and I honestly didn't know that was even going to be a thing. I mean, it was cool to see Wes Bentley. Um, right. I that dude. I don't think he's. I don't think it is Wes Bentley. And if it is, man, cool. But that dude looked like Wes Bentley. Okay. <laughs> Um, uh, for me, um, some of that, uh, the Alan, like I said, the Alan Wake thing generally didn't see that coming. I didn't even know if that would be a property they'd even be able to go back to or not. Um, just because control was control. Um, and obviously I mean, we, like there's tie-ins, which yeah. I don't I feel mean, like yeah, that's they a had, spoiler. They had, yeah, they had an Alan Wake like DLC for control. So uh, it was... You know, so it was. I felt like that was a nice homage, but I didn't know if they'd be even allowed to go back to that IP. Um, so that's cool that they're even with the success of Control, their their publisher or you know whoever's it's like now do not do or sorry they're not saying now do Control two or maybe they did, right? But, you know they're getting to do Alan Wake two, and it's supposed to be a survival horror genre this time around instead of action horror. So, uh, despite me never having played Control, um, I've seen a lot of stuff from it, and that game has a tone. Yes, and it a does. very good tone. <laughs> so being able to do that in Alan Wake would be—I'd be—I'm very intrigued to see what comes from that. Well, because I've never played Alan Wake before, and I know my friend Ben has, and I, I asked him the other day, like, "Hey, what you know, like, what kind of, what, how would you describe the genre of Alan Wake?" And he said it was like uh, a horror action game. Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, this one is apparently supposed to be like straight survival horror, which I did. You I'm not pay attention to what horror. I just said? Yes, yeah, I had. A, it's <laughs> literally what I just said. <laughs> you talk too much sometimes. I just you know I get fuzzy. <laughs> <laughs> 
No, that that is the most exciting because again, I I also haven't played an Alan Wake game, but like just the thought of a survival horror game is like it was very intriguing. Like, okay, I would like to know more. Uh, can I can I see more of this, please? Yeah, you gotta press the screen that says, "Would you like to know more?" That's a Star Trek Troopers reference. Yep. <laughs> would you like to know more? I don't know. There's um, some. Oh, go ahead. I was gonna say like the, the I was I was excited to get to see more of like the Suicide Squad. I hadn't gotten to see well, like it was actual it was, gameplay. Right. It was kind of nice to see what the game is gonna kind of be. Um, <clears throat> not this, not to say that that may be like a you know right away purchase for me, but it's definitely it's definitely on my radar now. Um, I'm in it for the story. I'm I'm also in the same way. Like, I don't know if it'd be an immediate purchase, but the yeah. story is very cool <clears throat> so and far. And then, like, the, the Wonder Woman, whatever. Uh, mm-hmm. We just got, like, a very, very early teaser of it. But that was a, that was interesting. Um, and it's then I... confirmed I've, that it'll be using the Nemesis system yeah. from the Shadows of Mordor games. Which mm-hmm. I love. Yeah. So now I'm very interested in that. I know Brad is extremely happy right now <laughs> that they're finally <laughs> utilizing that system again. Yes. Uh, for me, I don't know if I remember anything else. Uh, Eclipse, <laughs> yeah, Star Wars Eclipse. That I would like to know more, please. Um, it's made by the people of you know Quantic Dream. You know that did so heavy Detroit, rain, heavy rain, Detroit Human, Beyond Two Souls. Um, so in, in, intrigued on how that's gonna is it gonna be that type of game style like they're known for? They're gonna go a different route. I don't. This yeah, this what they what they only showed wasn't even anything that's game related. Oh, I mean it's game related, I guess, but you know, it's not. Um, I doubt if they even have gameplay stuff yeah, ready and, to show yet. And like we said in when we were streaming, like it looks like High Republic, but at the same time, like it it can't be right. It's confirmed High Republic. But how? I don't. We'll find out more. Obviously, like is it a like is it a timing issue? I, I don't know. I, I mean, I, I mean, if that was Yoda who we saw, and if that was right. like the Trade Federation from like Episode One to Three, you know, with that ship, dude, I don't, I don't know. I, I mean, I'm, not, I'm nowhere near a Star Wars expert, but like, what? Mm, how? That's the part that confused me too, because they there is a shot in the trailer we did see of um, the Jedi high, the Council Room, yeah, with seemingly Yoda, Yoda, seemingly. We don't know if it's Yoda. Could be Yaddle. Could um, be Gogru. Yeah. Uh, so timing wise, I didn't think he was around back then, which is why I mean, we're he's really old. So right, but High Republic era is still thousands of years before the prequels. So I don't think he's that old, but maybe right. I don't. Know, we'll we'll find out. And we'll again, out. literally, we don't know it's Yoda, but when you see a little green thing in the Jedi throne or not the Jedi throne room, the Jedi council room, you immediately go to Yoda. And we have to say little green thing because we don't know what race he is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and then there's a, the Trade Federation, uh, which they're Nemoidian, something like I can't exactly yeah, I remember. They are. Um, so. It, we know them as the Trade Federation from the prequels, but maybe they, maybe this is just because this is a High Republic thing. Maybe they haven't started that yet. So, like, you know, they've been around, but. Well, and, and so I'm intrigued. So I don't know if you, any of you guys had played Detroit Become Human. 
Um, I played like a third of it. Yeah, a little bit of it. Um, it's just how they have the different characters and how they intertwine. Intertwine, yeah. You know, is what interests me in this game. And so, you know, what this says, their, their tagline is a new action-adventure multi-character branching narrative game set in the High Republic era of the iconic Star Wars galaxy. And, you know, it's, it's from what I can tell, it's, they, not... they show the, they show pictures and they have like, you know, one of is of the Yoda, um, you know, character, and the other one is has people with lightsabers, you know, so you know how they're going to be brought in. But then also like this one, which just intrigues me. So maybe you'll play like a, uh, not a bounty hunter, but then maybe a bounty hunter, but shape your fate in the outer outer rim, in the okay. uncharted section of the galaxy. And, well, yeah, and like that's all. It's all possible to play all of that because just how Detroit Become Human played. So, intertwining narratives from several different perspectives and, uh, and in a, in a multiple setting, endings, likely in a most likely um, in a setting where that hasn't been shown in like a live of thing, you know, like a video game or a movie, TV show that's never been. That's never been there before. They're working on a High Republic television show for Disney Plus. Well, and it just came out with those comics, right? Well, that's what I was saying. Like, there's comics and books about the High Republic era, but we've never actually like seen now that like this medium piece in a piece of media. Yeah. Yeah. So that's gonna be very cool for me. (laughs) Um, and and, I mean, say what you will about Quantic Dream and David Cage. And some of the practices that he does, but overall, the the product that he puts out is pretty good. Usually, um, sometimes a little, uh, you know, pushing your nose up at a lot of stuff because he thinks he's a genius. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I thought they did a, a pretty good job with Detroit Become Human. Um, the writing was good. Same thing with Heavy Rain. Um, I and uh, God, what was the the Willem Dafoe one? Uh, Beyond Two Souls. Beyond Two Souls, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Detroit Got Him had Clancy Brown in it, okay? so yeah. Can't go wrong, Mr. Krabs. <laughs> I, that was a genuine statement. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I fucking love Clancy Brown. I agree. Brown. <laughs> uh, Can't go wrong with Sergeant Zim. I mean, may, and maybe we'll see him in... It would make sense for him to be in the Star Wars game because he also voices several characters in well, Rebels and Clone Wars. So. Well, and also, he's... Uh, Side note, like so, Dexter is doing like the the new series, the new last season. Yeah, like, yeah. Well, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> and he's one of the main characters in it, and it's great. Fucking love seeing him around. So yeah, there's that. Um, the six minute ish gameplay footage we saw of the next Hellblade game got me very excited for that. Oh, dude. We were talking. We were we were talking in the middle of, and Adam was telling us to shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Want to see what happens? <laughs> this is what I'm here for. And, and honestly, like, yeah, looks awesome. They made sure they made sure to be like, this is literally real gameplay. This is what it'll look like when you play well, it. This isn't like a CGI trailer stuff. Yeah, you guys were talking when it was showing, like, you know, and I, I know with that kind of stuff, with like, you know, we've talked about it before, like frames and. You guys were able to tell, like, wow, that's a little cut. You could tell from like, a cutscene to gameplay. But to me, it was like, man, can you? Because I mean, that shit was seamless then. The only reason I brought that up was because that 
to me when then there was just a slight cut yeah. like i was like oh this is actually like game like transitioning mm-hmm. gameplay and cinematic stuff and it looks graphically why graphically it looks the exact same yeah and absolutely beautiful yeah because that's typically what i look for to make sure that it's actual gameplay is that little it's like just a, the slightest little like okay now you're in the game you know what i mean like right. it's just that little like set and then go and this they were very very minimal but i mean you could tell them in there and it looked it looked so fucking cool that game i mean if that's actual gameplay that looks fucking beautiful and also terrifying all at the same time I mean, and that falls in line with the first game. <laughs> Terrifyingly beautiful. <laughs> and again, uh, it's something I've been, every chance I can, <laughs> when it comes up, go play Senua's yes. Sacrifice, because yeah. it'll, it'll make you think differently about games and possibilities. So, very, very good. Mm-hmm. And a strong, strong look at what the gameplay is going to be for the second game. And... Uh, I need it to come out very soon. <laughs> <laughs> and I am excited. Yeah. So those are like my two real big ones. Real big ones? Yeah. Um, I was happy that we got to see more of Tiny Tina's. Um, also that, yeah. Wonderlands, Will, right? Will Arnett and Ashley Birch on stage was yeah. really good. <laughs> that was awesome. Like I, like I knew it was going to be like another D&D thing. I didn't know that. Um, maybe that's just like part of the storytelling element of it. I didn't know they were actually going to have like a board where like pieces yeah, were moving that. on it. Like I didn't know that. That was interesting. It could just be part of the story, right? Like they're like, okay. And then they just go back to being immersive. But that cast, man, I'm, I'm just excited to, to hear the writing and all the different antics you can get in with that game. Gollum I, was also pretty um, interesting. I didn't, I, I think Adam, you and I, we, I didn't realize that they were really making a Gollum game. Yeah, no, Chris was the only one who knew about that. Yeah, you know, I'm number one Lord sh- of the Rings and fan. I, and I, and right. I'm shocked by that. <laughs> by the way, number one Lord of the Rings fan over here, Chris. I to, to quickly go back to uh, Will Arnett and Ashley Birch. Oh, yeah. I I know, like it was too. The whole show overall was way too long. I wish when they were had presenters coming up or whatever that they could whoever the writers were for those two should have been the writers for everybody else because <laughs> that would have helped that length not right. feel as long. Right. Well, yeah, their their you know their segment, but then also like you know the trailer you know announcement for Sonic Two, you know I was cool with that. You know, Jim mm-hmm. Carrey being Jim Carrey, yeah. great to see. You know, I give me my childhood. You know, serotonin. <laughs> yeah, like, ooh, hey. Um, Idris Elba lied to us as well. I just want to throw that out again. <laughs> he promised um, not to make Knuckles he, sexy, and he's a fucking liar. He, he promised, lied. and he, like, I'm a furry now, I think. Like, I just don't know how to <laughs> accept this, I guess. This I don't is, know what uh, to deal with this. This awoken something in me. <laughs> I just don't know what's going on. Um... No, I mean, Star Wars Eclipse, I think, was, like, for me, one of the bigger ones, right? Um, other than other than that, I don't know, man. No, There was no, like, huge, like, game announcement that I was like, oh, my God. Um, you know, more gameplay for Horizon was great to see. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Gameplay for Suicide Squad, like we said. 
Um, I guess Wonder I'll throw Wonder Woman as as a great just announcement. Just a little, just yeah, just to know it's yeah. coming. Yeah, you know, with with it being Monolith doing it, I have utmost faith. You know that Same. it's going to be great because Shadow of War was um, so great, and I. Uh, Shadow of Mordor was very great. I, I know Shadow of War was as well. I didn't really, you know, play it that much. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it was... I just I, I didn't pick it up when it first came out, and then I just didn't get it for such a long time that when I finally got it, I think it was... I think I finally picked it up in 2018, and then, um, you know, Spider-Man, God of War, Red Dead mm-hmm. consumed my life that year, so... I'm kind of in the same boat. Like, I've I've... Played and beaten uh, Shadow of Mordor, I think, like, twice. I own Shadow of War, but I think similarly to what you're saying, Chris, like, I got it so late, much later, and then other things just kind of consume my time. Like, I've I've never even played it. Mm-hmm. Um, wonder if maybe I just stream something like that soon, but... Yeah, not a bad idea. Yeah, because it's something that I own, never played. It'd be nice, and... Again, like, n- learning that they're going to be... They're, they're going to utilize the Nemesis system again... Um, I'd like to see what they can do, you know, years with a few more years of like technology and uh, capabilities and more powerful systems. Um, I'm I'm very interested in trying to figure out how they're going to make that work in a Wonder Woman game. Right. Like, what are we doing? I'm 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 immediately more interested in this game just because that the Nemesis system is going to be in there. It's like, what is this game going to be? When um, is it going to be set? Like, yeah, all kinds of things. I like that though. Uh, same. I, I I would like to know more. Yeah, I would like to know more. <clears throat> and I, I mean, I that... think with that, since it was just like a quick teaser, this has got to be so early on in the actual oh, process, yeah. right? We're it's going to be see years for a couple years at yeah. least. And it would probably be two, three years before we even see like a here's some May early did, gameplay. Did you guys feel dirty when they showed the um, when Rocksteady showed the Suicide Squad gameplay stuff and it went into first person? For yeah. like seemingly a longer than you know it did in the Arkham games. If you were looking at stuff, <laughs> like there's first person shooter elements happening, and I felt weird. No, I mean I'll I'll watch it again. At least yeah, I think I, I don't. I was to say maybe I need to watch it again. I Just didn't like, I didn't feel any of that. When I think of Rocksteady and Arkham, it's you know third person action, <laughs> beat them up stuff. And yes, like, <laughs> you're dead shot, like aiming down sights and shooting people, and I was just like, oh. Oh, I guess I do remember that, right? Like he's like fly. Is he like up in the sky at some point? Yeah. He Does it go from third person the to then he aims in and then it goes and then first person and then shooting? Yeah. And um, I mean, it's it's not anything that it's bad. Don't don't misconstrue that. It's just more of like, oh, that that doesn't feel right. And you're like, ooh, that's <laughs> odd. Like, that's gonna be his character for maybe like some of his like special moves or. Oh yeah, something. for sure. I I am hoping they can capture. Um. Some of the, and I'm assuming they would because it's Rocksteady has a really solid writing team, but capturing kind of what the James Gunn Suicide Squad was like in terms of just banter and yeah. overall tone of the narrative, I really hope they can get that in there. And I'm sure they will, but you never know until it's out. Yeah. I have faith in Rocksteady. They haven't let me down yet. <laughs> yeah, I, I, as far as like the reveals, I think that's, I think that's about it. There's some stuff in there. Um, like Somerville is is going to be interesting. Um, right, that's what it's called. Like the yeah, 
thing that kind of looks like limbo. Yeah, it was like kind of like the like, po- like almost a post-apocalyptic kind of j- family journey, but like now they have like powers or something. I guess I don't know. Right. Like, yeah. Spe- I saw there's like a spaceship-looking thing. I'm like, what? It's happening now. Did we talk about um, Slitterhead yet? No. no. That I still don't know how to feel about that either. <laughs> yeah that that one was so odd. So I was scared and aroused many uh, times. Keichiro Toyama <laughs> is the original creator of the Silent Hill series and now has a brand new IP coming out called Slitterhead and I don't know what the fuck yeah. is happening but Bo- Bohek Game I'm Studios in, that's the new yeah or Bokeh I think Bokeh Bokeh Bo- something like that Bo-hek? something like that something like that B-O-K-E-H I'm not trying to pronounce it there's some a lot of body horror happening David yeah Cronenberg. man David Cronenberg levels of just what the fuck. Jeff Jeff had to love that that mini trailer with the, whatever that spider thing came fucking that, that woman turned into. People's faces splitting open and there's just rows and rows and rows and rows of teeth. You're like, excuse me. Sign me up. Oh, I'll hold on. Also, but not to shut Slitterhead down already. But, uh, we we got an Elden Ring cinematic. Yeah, more more story, right? Whatever that pop I, was that they wheeled I out on wheeling, the stage. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever that was. I'm, I'm almost, he has a name. I think it's like Edward or something like that. I don't know. Oh. They might have different names, but they're sentient beings in the game. Okay. Uh, okay. Yep. <laughs> okay. Um, I I can guarantee, almost guarantee with almost 100% certainty that that is going to be the opening cinematic. So. I, and that would make sense because I, I wouldn't think they'd want to spoil too much. No. Um, but that, I mean, it was beautiful. Setting up the lore and everything. And, um, I, I, if I got to fight that big dude, with the two swords that with the Oblanca. pink helmet, I'm not, <laughs> yeah, for sure. I'm not looking forward You're to that. You're not going to do that? I mean, it. but we're gonna. You're going to have to. Uh, Vati video put out a video this morning actually talking about it. And there's, there's some, he makes some very, very interesting points about, um, where some of the lore might go and what it and what some things mean in terms of uh the Im- some of the images that are in that trailer there's like a whole thing with people being able to control gravity using magic <laughs> and it, yeah my mind was blown. yeah so that i mean we i've spoken at length about how excited i am for Elden Ring, so i won't <laughs> go on any longer you're almost there, man. Are you you're gonna Are there. you gonna stream that when it comes out, or you want like by the time it comes out, you're like, know. this is just for me. I've waited so I long. I really, I really want to. I think that's and what I you also probably, really yeah. don't want to. Right. I want also, to just experience because, this with me. Yeah, I, like I really want maybe, to, but I don't want to spoil stuff for yeah. you guys. If you want to play oh, it, and, I mean, I don't care. I would watch you stream because I probably that probably it, won't it probably, be a game it, for me. It, it probably one of those games where you just, you know. You play on stream, but hey, by the way, I'm not going to stop playing this game either. So that's true. That might be the way to do it. We'll see in February. Um, oh, Among Us VR. Among Us VR. Yeah. That looked like that could be a good time. I'm looking forward to people streaming that. Yes, for sure. That'll be fun. Yes. There's That'll all. There's already a like Gary's mod esque um, <laughs> VR version of, of Among that? Us that some that was fan created. 
but I'm just, you know, it's an in-house project. They did it in-house, so I'm assuming it's going to have an extra level of something yeah. in there that the other yeah. one couldn't get. I mean, then there's we had several movie trailers. The one, uh, the one game I had to go look it up because I remember, I just remember the mask that this person was wearing, Nightingale, Nightingale. Oh yeah, it's like some whatever weird survival game set in a fantasy Victorian era. I just remember watching the little world premiere and being like, not necessarily like, oh, I want to go get that. It was more of like a survival game set in the fantasy like a victorian setting was like just interesting i guess i don't know and it's a survival building <clears throat> game too yeah and there's like monsters and like it just was like a okay i would like it was one of those like yes i would like to know more about this game Keeping that on my radar yeah just because like it was intriguing enough to like catch my interest so other than that i mean i'm trying to scroll through this list and mm-hmm. i didn't really see anything like watching the um <clears throat> the cuphead stuff was cool Getting the new a DLC, like just watching all that DLC, yeah. yeah, surprisingly, but with all that animation, because I know we went on, like we it's talked beautiful. about it at length, I think, while we were uh, watching the stream, yeah, um, but yeah, and then there was like movie. Everyone who was clamoring for a Dune real time strategy game is getting their wish, so that's yeah. good. Spice Wars, <laughs> no, yes. yeah, right, yeah, yep, Spice Wars. And maybe that's Which, how I get into the Dune universe because I've. I, I think <laughs> you still haven't seen the new one, right? I haven't seen it. I've seen none of it. I've never read any of it. Alex's, um, a you know synopsis of it was is is pretty accurate. <clears throat> okay. <laughs> There's just a lot of people touching Timothy Timothy Chalamet's face <laughs> and looking at him, and then real close up shots of his eyes for long periods of time. Okay. Sometimes Very while true. his face is being touched. And nothing happens, but it's an amazing movie. <laughs> okay. Visually striking. <laughs> and just overall, it is still like a really good movie, though nothing really happens. I mean, a lot of stuff happens. But... Is it just setting it up for the part two that yeah, we talked about before? Okay. Mm-hmm. And yeah. seemingly that the part two would be the last part. I don't think they do a third movie. Okay. Okay. I'll get into the Duneverse at some point. Jump on in. Water's fine. <laughs> PUBG going free, free to play, right? About time. <laughs> uh, definitely about time. I feel like this is almost uh, two years too late at this point. Um, although maybe not. I guess they're kind of going at it at a different angle than Fortnite. It it's might just so give it a shot in the arm that it needed. Yeah, or it should give it a shot in the arm that it needed. Um, they've still been like releasing a lot of content. It's just people have been just more and more turned off because they're not taking care of updating some things that they probably should be. Yeah. Um, and I know over like Europe, Asia, Oceania, their servers, it's, it's tough because there's the population is down and the bot, like there, there are bots that fill those spots in, but Ooh. who wants to play against bots? Yeah. The whole time, you know, I don't think it's as much of an issue on North American servers. Um, another issue that they're having and outside of North America is though there there's no real map selection. So people come in, it's because they can't select a map, they get a map they don't want to play, and then they'll, they'll leave. No, so, that sucks. Yeah. 
So free-to-play should help all that out, especially yeah, hopefully. overseas. Hopefully build that player base. Maybe they can start to get an influx of money. Because what I'm assuming they're just going to sell, like, cosmetic stuff. I'm assuming as long as it doesn't. They, yeah, they're going to keep doing that. Okay. They, I mean... As long as it doesn't, like, give you a tactical advantage. That's the one downside to games like this. Right. I right. don't think they've been smart enough to avoid that over okay. the past couple of years. So I don't think they'd keep doing okay. it. They, they would suddenly bring that in. Yeah, cause like, never, I mean, I, you never know, I guess. Because I think we were we were talking about it while we were watching the stream. Is like, I, I don't know. Like, I haven't played PUBG in a while. I wouldn't mind, you know, trying it again at some point. There's, like, two or three new maps that we've never played. Yeah. Yeah, so I, th- I think that one, the the one, uh, what was that? The, the newest small, like it was a small map. I think was new the last time. I know at least I played. Then then there's been at least one more since then. That's like the size of the original maps. Oh, okay, okay. And I know you can also revive people who are dead now. Oh, okay. So they did like so, a. Is it almost like an apex thing, or like you just come straight back? It's right you have to there. find a defibrillator. Okay. Well, that's kind of cool. Yeah. So I, I all the, my real hope for them is that they've um, boosted up their anti cheat. Yes. Since they're going free to play, that's definitely going to be an issue for a while, a little while. Mm-hmm. Hopefully not too bad. Hopefully not but, enough you know, to derail them. It's well, it's I mean it it's expected, right? Yeah. On some level, yeah. if you're a rational person. <laughs> yep. People so, out there are gonna yeah. whether there's a will, there's a way, and when it's Which, free you know, to play. When you, when you think of video game communities, you think of rational. So yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. I think that's really all I anything to care to talk about in terms of what um, trailers or releases and stuff like that. But it, should we get into the awards? Some of the, the bigger awards. Yeah, I, I think say. we could probably just cover a couple of the uh, the top ones. Um, yeah, I think we just cover a couple of the top ones and then kind of get to to tweet corner. All right. Well, then let's bring up the list of the winners. Yeah, I got them right here. I don't know. We'll probably want to do. Obviously, we'll do game of the year. We'll do game. I, I'm good with doing game direction and narrative. Yeah. Even art direction. Art direction. Uh, I think score and music's cool. I guess I don't know how to pronounce that one. Uh, near yeah near replicant okay yeah, well near so Re- yeah best score in music near replicant was that version dot one dot i'm not gonna that, read all that off. yeah that's uh <laughs> that's just like an in joke for that game because okay. are you familiar with near at all i am not okay you basically it's set very far in the future kind of post-apocalyptic but there's a lot of like androids People okay. are androids or robots now, so like it, it plays a large part of the game's narratives. So I think this is just like <clears throat> okay. I don't, the, the guy who made Nier is batshit crazy in a fun way, <laughs> as I can tell by based on this. So yeah, that's game why title. that's version point one two two and several other numbers. I mean, I, I I will say like I haven't played that game, but it's it's got to be a pretty decent score and or music to be out. A lot of people like a lot of. Okay. Well, it's also original. Like Marvels of the Guardians of the Galaxy had a great, right, soundtrack, but it also was a lot of licensed music. Well, I want I, so, some original. Some original. Well, and I think even Cyberpunk had, because um, Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven's on this list. And say what you will about the game, the score the and the music song. was not bad. Um, at times repetitive. I haven't played enough Deathloop yet 
to know how good the the soundtrack or score is but like that is an that is a big element to guardians of the galaxy but again i haven't played near replicant so i guess i don't know how beautiful or amazing it is in there you can honestly like it's good enough you can just look it up on spotify okay okay just check out the uh soundtrack yeah all right did you guys um i I apologize uh false alarm i got pinged on something no No worries. worries Um, did you guys bring up Ark Raiders? No. No, we did not. So kind of intrigued by that. Seems like a, uh, a co-op, uh, like, post-apocalyptic or other planet where you're fighting against robots. You know, um, interested to see more. It's made by X-Dice devs. Um. Okay. So, that has me intrigued enough. You know, because they did battle, you know, I'm assuming they had Battlefield and, and such, so. Mm Mm-hmm. The music didn't match the gameplay, as we said. You know, it's kind of strange, but uh, <laughs> I, yeah, you know? that, that's not a, it's not a finalized product either. So yeah, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, Arc Arc Raiders comes from the team notably made up of X Dice devs with experience on Battlefield and Battlefront. All right. So all right, all right. We'll keep an eye out for that one. All right. So, um, art direction. We had Deathloop. Keen of Bridge of Spirits, Psychonauts 2, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, and The Artful Escape, with the winner being Deathloop. I haven't finished that game. Mm-mm. I and but and I haven't played Ratchet and Clank or Kena or sorry, any of those other games. But I really like the I the vibe that Deathloop sets in terms of its setting. Um how everything looks and just like the general vibe and tone of it i can i'm not disappointed with it beating out something but like kina bridge of spirits looks like a fucking pixar movie that you can play <laughs> yeah so I, mean, I hope it was close i mean i know ratchet and clank looks very very good well i'm saying you've um, played that too so yeah it, it looks very good but and again i i haven't beaten death loop yet either i've played i've played a bit of it um, I can agree with this. I mean, again, I haven't played some of these other games, but I liked the art style to Deathloop. It, it, I like the aesthetic, seventies yeah, aesthetic, yeah. and you know, and retro futurism is always mm-hmm. pleasing to it's me. Very cool, very cool. Okay, uh, and then well, best narrative. There's honestly some really good choices i don't like and i don't know how these end up getting decided who's on the panel but again we have death loop um we have it takes two life is strange true colors marvel's guardians of the galaxy and psychonauts 2 again the only game i have played is death loop <laughs> yeah so guardians of the galaxy won for best narrative which it, it's got a good narrative i'm not saying it's not it's it's a good story i think um, having not beat having not beaten Death Loop yet, I don't know how that I'm ties up. Only person is Chris who has beaten both of those games. Yeah, I have not beat Death Loop. Oh, okay. Oh, I thought you had gotten to the end. Okay, uh, I got. I've gotten far in it. Um, Metroid Dread came out, and okay, enough said. Uh, <laughs> it just took over. It Guardians of the Galaxy. It took a little bit for me at first to get into. Not like a lot of time. But I can agree, you know. Um, 
I like that it's it's very original. Mm-hmm. Like compared, because obviously you have the movies and comics and a, a popular uh, TV, a cartoon as well of it. I'm I'm fairly certain is out there. Well, and I think that's probably why it takes a little bit of time to feel like you need to get into it is because you have all those other. You already have it, so you're like, this is what I'm used to. So, like, it is a little bit of like a, okay, these are the same characters I know, but different at the same time. Um, yeah. I don't know. I, I thought the narrative was good. I, I've I've heard nothing but good things about It Takes Two, though, so I'm surprised that this would win out over so, something like that. So far, I just started it last night, um, and I, I liked it, you know. Um, I don't... Narrative wise, I, I I don't want to you know spoil anything. Obviously, mm-hmm. I, I see what they're going for, but I don't I don't see I don't see that being like oh my god story so much wise. better okay you know. But again, it's I I've only I I don't even know how far I've gotten in it. I think a couple hours. I think it's it takes two is a has a story that might be easier to predict because I haven't even started it yet. But I know it's about uh, you know two people, a couple, yeah, um, who get transported into whatever, and I know they're having troubles in their relationship. Yeah. So like you can yeah. kind of tell where probably the story's gonna go <laughs> yeah, uh, just sure. based on the title alone and knowing that. Maybe obviously there, there's always room for twists and if, turns. But... If what has happened so far in it, if 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 it goes how I think it's going to, I can see why I got nominated then. Okay, I guess um, I guess I also would say that right, like given that both Chris and I have beaten Guardians of the Galaxy, given that that's a game in which you have to make choices as you're playing, um, I would I doubt Chris and I even got the same. I guess I don't know how to say this without I don't want to spoil anything. I, I, there's a, there's a good chance that we didn't pick the same options. exactly so so I guess in that case I, I guess I could see why the narrative because it does change some things um, and I'm I'm very interested to kind of go not yet but I'd like to go back and replay the game and make different choices just to see how stuff changes so okay yeah all right well then that brings us to best game direction with the uh, possibilities being Deathloop. Again, It Takes Two, <laughs> again. Returnal, Psychonauts 2, again. And Ratchet and Clank, Ripped Apart. Slightly again. Slightly again. With Deathloop being the winner, right? <clears throat> yes. Again, haven't beaten it, so I guess I don't know really. I do, li- I do uh, like the... It's very... It feels unique to me. I like the... I like the feel of it. Um, it's a very complex story and gameplay... And how everything intertwines with each other mm-hmm. and how things should work. And, you know, if you go here at this time, this happens. But if you go, you know, but if you do, if you go here at this time, you're also missing out on an opportunity at the same time in another place. Like, man, I can eat. That's probably very confusing, you know, to have with, all that stuff come together and work. Yeah. Right. And yeah. then to have the art style and choices that they made too, like, which also plays into the game direction, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Um, you know, they, between that and the mechanics, the writing, um, keeping things uh, interesting while there's still a lot of levity in the dialogue and banter between people and just how to come up with some of the mechanics that they came up with and execute it. 
definitely worthy of mm-hmm. being the winner. Mm-hmm. Even with me not even being close to beating it. Yep. I can, I can I'm I'm not going to argue with it. Yeah, I think it's it's I like what they've done so far. And Arcane has always been good at that. Yeah, just the the Saturn games definitely. So uh, well, then that brings us to Game of the Year. Mm-hmm. When, with, we have the nominees being Deathloop, again, It Takes Two, again, Metroid Dread, Psychonauts 2, again, Ratchet and Clank, Rift Apart, again, and Resident Evil Village. The winner being It Takes Two. Kind of a surprise for me. It was. Same. Yep. Very happy it happened, and on. It's something that I will be playing eventually. So, like, you know, it's nice to see that I felt right about it. It's just, you know, timing-wise, I want to play it with my wife, and mm-hmm. our schedules are all over the place, so it's not that simple. <laughs> um, obviously, we've at least all touched Deathloop and really like it. Uh, Chris has played and beaten Metroid Dread. Dustin's played Ratchet and Clank, and then we've all either touched or beaten um, Resident Evil Village. So... I don't know if Village for me, just based on where I'm at, is what is enough so far. I But then again, I, I need to beat the game Same. to make a fully complete decision on that. And, and Chris is the one who's played the most out of all these uh, right. nominees. And you've, so spoken, where, you've spoken very highly of Metroid Dread, too. Spoken highly about all of them. Yeah. So where, where are you feeling on this? Yeah. It's like picking my favorite child. And well, at least it's not like you have to kill the others. Like what? what um, like it takes two winning. Was that a surprise to you, Chris? Well, I mean, I before that night I hadn't played it before. Right. I haven't played it the first time last night. Um, yeah, I mean it was. Um, you had there's some heavy hitters out there, man. Um, I for sure. I yeah, I didn't think it was gonna be. Um, it takes two. I I know it was very highly regarded regarded you know and it you know people um spoke so highly of it and everything but with how also like with death loop when that came out like people were talking so highly so much about it that it made me buy it yeah you know seeing like josh boykin play it as well and then people like really talking about it i was like well shit okay um James Williams ruined Psychonauts 2 for me, so I'll never probably play that. Um, uh, or the first one. I've never played even the first one. But uh, no offense, James. I know you're a big fan of us, but, uh, you know, please don't take offense to that. I mean, he got to um, be in it at least, so that... It's know, true. And at least did as well. And at least Williams did as well, so... Um, didn't play Ratchet & Clank. Heard good, great things. Um, Jeff played it and, you know, spoke highly of it, but, you know... Between, I mean, I'm not going to tell you what my game of the year is, obviously, mm-hmm. but um, I didn't think it would have been. T- I didn't two. think. Am I? Am Who I? Am I, am I su- then am I surprised? Yes. Now after playing it, like, okay, okay, you can see why it's, it's, it's up there. You've dipped. You've dipped I, the toes in. Yeah. I haven't had that much like genuine fun in a co-op type game in a very long time. Like just, just fun. Like. Like childhood, just like goofy, fun. Okay. You know, okay. the teamwork you have to do, you know, the jokes, the trolling that you, you know, I mean, if I could troll my game. <laughs> You're going to do it. You yeah. know, yeah. 
You know, like there's this part in the game where you got like one character throws nails at something, the other person has to like swing on the nails. So of course, while they're trying to swing on the nail, I yank the nail of back because you can yank them back like the Leviathan axe from fucking God of War. Of and you know, and bye bye. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, shades but, of um, Portal Two in there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's it's great, and and Hazelight Studios has been has put out some bangers of co-op games. Um, yeah, you know, yeah. So I, uh, me does have a bl- I, way out was a with it takes two I prison would, edition. <laughs> I wouldn't say it's a I would say way out is a fun game. Um, I would say that you know, we had fun playing it, it together. It was a very strong narrative yes. story, and yes, yes. Um, that ending of that still was like, oh, yeah, dude. I don't want it. I didn't. <laughs> I hated that, but I love the uh, yeah I love the narrative part of that game, mm-hmm. and again like to to your point yeah it wasn't like the greatest two player game of all time but it, we just had a lot of fun playing it and I like what we were talking about it earlier like I like that you know they allow one person to buy the game and then yeah you know a friend can just play doesn't also have to purchase mm-hmm. the game and I love that they're like it's not about the amount of copies you sell it's like. Get letting the people experience the game. That's all that you want yeah, to yeah, do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's yeah, like, amazing. Like to quote to quote Joseph Ferris, how he said, "Like one million copies have been sold. That means two million people have played this game, and that's great. That's amazing. And also, I'm excited that he won because that dude has <laughs> such passion for this industry. It's crazy. And he came from movies, by the way. I you know yeah. I did a little look up on him after you know he had won, and I was like, wow, okay. I mean, I, I really hope. He's definitely seemingly one of my favorite people in the industry, just in terms of his enthusiasm for video mm-hmm. games and passion. I, mm-hmm. it, it's it's going to hurt a little bit if something comes out about him. Yeah, <laughs> sometimes. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I feel the same way about like Greg Miller. Yeah, know, exactly. Like, oh, dude, Greg B, just you. I don't want to ever hear a bad thing about you, man. Like, <laughs> which also, uh, quickly. Before we get to uh, Tweet Corner, like th- there was, they started off the show with Sting or whatever, and then um, Jeff Keeley came out and talked about how we need to do better in you know the industry as a whole in terms of reporting things we see or things that not we, but I mean, if you're in the industry reporting stuff, if you see something wrong or with, in regards to sexual harassment or just harassment in general and all this other stuff, um, I find it, it it's good. I'm glad they talked about that. It needs to be talked Love about. Love the show. In Wake. Yep wake mm-hmm. especially with in the wake of activision blizzard and all this seemingly not seemingly all this terrible stuff yes that's been happening forever um i do find it a little bit it's ironic and a little bit like really guys you're gonna make this a big deal and leave the show off with it and then show something from quantic dream where david yeah. cage has literally said all women are whores so like yeah yeah come on <laughs> Didn't think about that. No one thought about that. Not the best timing, guys. Um, and especially because that was a very early on in the show, too. Yeah, they led the show. Um, like you said, Sting opened up the show, and then he literally... That was like the first thing. That was like his first little bit and in Jeff the Keeley, intro. That was the first thing he talked about that, yep. and then, and then the Eclipse boom. trailer was Next. right there. <laughs> yeah, I was like, wow, guys. Um, so, you know, um, some misses. Yeah. What he said needed to be said. Just don't stick your foot in your mouth by immediately following it up with that shit. Well, then, we really didn't see anything about Call of Duty Vanguard or any Blizzard properties or anything. 
and then you then you have that yeah <laughs> just okay you guys made a conscious effort not to promote something from a couple companies that have done some really bad things and are seemingly not correcting the ship um and then you have a quantic dream so whatever <laughs> what do i know yeah i wonder if i wonder if we'll hear anything um Oh, I'm sure once that game gets closer to release, we're going to hear more stuff. Well, no, and I mean, I, I wonder if we'll hear anything from like Jeff Keeley and uh, any oh, of them, yeah, like because I'm assuming that I there's so gonna, far. There, I'm assuming there's going to be some backlash for that, right? Um, Maybe a little. I hope not a lot, right? Because I don't want you to, I don't want them to like pull from the important message there, right? But then at the same time, be like, hey, you need to answer as it to just why. Seems glaringly right. obvious right. to. I would just like to see a response, right? Just to like, hey, yeah, you know, like we're aware of it or whatever. Maybe maybe they won't, though, just to be like. It could have been something from above him for the, yeah. from the producers of the show. Or right. Like, you know, who, who knows? But I, I would like to understand why right. <laughs> you're going to dedicate all this time to uh, bettering the industry and then immediately follow it with something from a company that has been plaguing the industry in terms of harassment. Yep. Yeah. I mean, I'm just truly hoping that not that people can't get better. True. The the realistic is that these companies, their workers need to unionize essentially like, and I think that's, it's finally getting to that point. I think it's, it's, we're on the cusp. Yeah. Or closer to the cusp than we were, you know, Two months ago, I mean, you have to you have to join like the Film Actors Guild and shit like that across other mediums of like entertainment. So like, well, I mean, come on, all, guys. Voice actors are SAG, yeah, people. Mm-hmm. Right. So you know, right. so like, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, it's right there. Can't abuse these people for this entertainment medium. Like, let's let's take care of our people. Come on. And on that note, yeah. Tweet corner. <laughs> tweet corner. <laughs> uh, tweet corner. Tweet corner. Tweet corner. So our first one comes from at Rosserna. Asked to do a podcast with Halo out now and Destiny paying homage by adding some Halo-inspired weapons. What gaming crossover would you like to see happen? Hashtag tweet corner. Um... The first one that came to my mind um, was I would love to somehow combine in the same open world somewhere, somehow, you know, Batman from like the Arkham Knight and the Spider-Man and or Miles Morales game. Does that make sense? Well, is that a crossover? Or is that you just want elements of that game? In no, game? I want them to cross over, right? Because like I love the feel of being Batman in that universe, mm-hmm. being able to fly around, you know, coast, and then also swing around New York. I don't know what game you'd put them in, and somehow you'd cross over between DC and Marvel. But I'd like to see. I don't know. I just always like the feel of both of those, so I just kind of wanted to combine them. Okay. This is a really tough question. It is. <laughs> yeah, I know, man. Because I'm like, uh, 
some kind of racing game with you know some fun characters and i'm like there's a fucking sonic team racing game there's a there's diddy kong racing that, you know <laughs> beetle we, adventure racing. we've done this <laughs> we've been there i'm like i mean fighting games have done well with it you know like the crossovers injustice you know, injustice and um, Marvel vs. Capcom, of course. Right. Um, Mortal Kombat, bringing in like freaking Terminator and RoboCop and Jason Rambo, and Michael Myers. Like, and I mean, like even fucking uh, like older Call of Duties have done it too. Like, or even this new, the last one, like you could be Ghostface. There's a Halloween event mm-hmm. from yeah. from Scream, or like, and they've I had mean, the Predator in it, like. <laughs> you know, Dead by Daylight. You know, they, they have the license, they get oh, licensing yeah. for Very their true. characters. And, um, you know, uh, man, really, I mean, I, for, you know, speaking of Demo Daily, just having, you know, getting, you know, Jason and the Friday 13 license, getting, like, if that can get their shit together, having that in the game would be right. great. Um, Ooh. How about this? Yeah. How about let's take Mario. And or Luigi. And you put them in Raccoon City. Oh, fuck. <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe, uh, yeah, maybe like a... Uh, like, or Silent Hill or something. Yeah, a Mario Luigi fucking survival horror game would like, be nuts. Take, I mean, take Luigi's Mansion and just ramp it up to 100. <laughs> yeah, dial to 11 and just <laughs> go. Just put Luigi in Silent Hill too. Yeah, characters characters out of the Mario. you know that'd be that would that would be funny, you know, and um, you Mario? know, put 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 the put the Doom guy in Smash Brothers, make it happen. Kevin. I, mean, <laughs> I mean, to be honest with you, I don't. There's not many crossovers that I'd like would like to see happen. I'm I'm more like, I want Undead Nightmare to come to Red Dead Two, shit yeah. shit like that. Yeah. I mean. One, it, it, you know, it was the meme for a long time, um, not not even that long ago, but, you know, with Doom Eternal and Animal Crossing coming out on the same day, there's a lot mm-hmm. of just fun crossover <laughs> things people made. Sure. Like pictures and shit. Between the two. Having and like an actual crossover, that'd be pretty fun. Mm-hmm. But the truth is, seeing like Halo weapons at Destiny is cool. Yeah. You know? Yeah, for um, sure haven't seen that yet obviously i just played a little bit for this morning for the first time in a few months but you know reading about that was was pretty legit mm-hmm. so yeah hopefully that answers i you know good you know Kyle's, a, what's yours yeah. it's a good question it's just tough it's yeah that's a because a lot of the stuff they just they they kind of just do yeah you know? it, it, like 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 look at like Fortnite. just it's like jesus christ oh my god you know like that's Every game almost I feel is in that shit. Um, but yeah, that's it is a tough question, you know it really is. Um, next one, our next question comes from Jeff allegedly at allegedly Jeff at CGY Podcast. Which song is, in your opinion, a hundred percent perfect? Hashtag Tweet Corner. I don't obviously <laughs> the Wii Sports theme. I thought, you're gonna, I thought you're gonna go to the house building side. Oh, I mean that's close. Um, this is an extremely tough question. Um, 
So, joking, we sports teams yeah. a joke. But uh, truthfully, and I know most, you know, those listening are probably going to be like, we're just going to say a Beatles song. And, well, you're wrong. Uh, the Chain by Fleetwood Mac. It's a solid choice. That is, that, I, if that comes on, I never turn it off. It's got, you know, great, great lyrics, great melody. And then, of course, the ending. That's just great. Layla is a close second to me, I would say, you know, for similar reasons. Hmm. Go with When Canyons Ruled the City by Butch Walker. I don't know if I've heard that. I listen to that. Well, you know, of course I'm going to pick something <laughs> not that many people have probably listened to. Because, you know, I'm um, a fucking asshole, but... I mean, I wasn't going to say <laughs> Bitch by Meredith Brooks, too. Four Don Blondes, what's up? <laughs> I mean, that might actually just be my answer. Um, I don't know, man. Like, if you're talking about, like... I I'm blanking on just anything that's well, just 100% du- so perfect. Doesn't um, if like if just just top of your head. Don't even think about it. Whatever. No, comes I, I was first, I, know like, I was gonna say like what just literally just popped in my head when you just were like if it just comes on because this doesn't come on all that often. Like I don't listen to this song all that often, but anytime I hear it, I enjoy it. Is just sitting on the dock of the bay. I don't know why that song popped into my head, but it's like it's just a beautiful song that like I don't think it's 100 percent perfect, but. I won't turn it off if it happens. Well, to that's why it's, on. It, it, it's your opinion. You know, you know, if it's, I think that's, yeah. I think that's it. Like if it's a song that you just won't turn off, you'll just always listen to like, man, there you go. Sounds, I'm also going to throw bonfire from childish Gambino ooh, in there. That one's good. Heartbeat, heartbeat, but childish Gambino for Christ's sake. I, I prefer bonfire. Oh man. Well, I don't know. Well, Heartbeat's really okay. good though. <laughs> Fuck man, both of those are so good. Um, you know, more than a feeling by Boston, uh, is up there too. She drives me crazy from Fine Young Cannibals. Ooh. I don't know. That's. I mean, it's it's a tough. That's a tough song. Go or a tough. Go question. follow my liked songs on Spotify. That'll probably give you a, <laughs> a decent handful. I mean, "Blinding Lights" by The Weeknd is pretty fucking good. Mm-hmm. Don't worry, baby. By uh, Beach Boys, Kokomo even by Beach Boys. Like it's just a feel good song. Um, Uprising by Muse. Uprising um, is such a good song. Uprising that is really might, good. might also be up there. I'm also gonna put madness from music. Oh, dude. yes. God, I don't listen to it. I I need to listen to more. What's What's funny? Shit. What's funny? You said that like two years ago. Um, they did that. Like Spotify did their Wrapped whatever. Apparently, I was in the top three percent of all Muse listeners. Like two years ago, <laughs> I was <laughs> good shit. I just got and into I it in 2020. In... Apparently, just this hammered it hard. this year. Speaking of that, this year I was in the top 0.1% of Beatles listeners. That shocked what? me. Like, what? That, man, I listen to a lot of Beatles, man. <laughs> I was like top 0.3 or 0.5 for Bo Burnham. Jesus Christ. That's impressive. Inside spoke to me. <laughs> it's That's such a good dude. Sometimes we just put it on like while we're cooking. Still haven't seen it yet. You haven't seen that yet? No, I, I, we talked about it before. Bo Burnham is... Oh, sure. Sure. For me, so it's like, maybe I'll 
just just bite the bullet and just give it a shot. This year is in the top three percent of uh, nothing but thieves uh, listeners. Mm. I don't know if anybody's heard of that band. That's a little less lesser known. I have. Yeah, yeah. I've heard of. Th- I haven't heard of them, but I've heard of their brother Sea of Thieves. <laughs> I enjoyed them. I'm on. Uh, uh, there's an older song, um, "Ooh Child" from the Fifth Stair Step. Okay, that's good. That's good shit. Yeah. Okay. That's good shit. Yeah. Um, who? Uh, what's Rubber Band Man? Uh, bringing that home to me, Sam Cook. That one's good too. Yeah. I mean, really, a lot of things by Sam Cook. Yeah, a lot of a lot of shit from Sam Cook. Change is gonna come, you know. Uh, shit. Memphis Bass Pro Shop from Ryan Haley. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> What a pull. What a pull. Anyway. I could go on. Really? Any, really? I mean, really I, you're talking to some... Really anything from corn uh, guys, right? Am I right? What? Yeah. <laughs> 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 the Night Rider theme. The Night Court theme. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. That's my next video <laughs> game is Court Night. Court Night. Well, yeah, that's uh, and then uh, there is another question um, mm-hmm. from uh, Jeff allegedly at allegedly Jeff uh, at CGO Podcast twenty twenty one complete podcast game of the year discuss hashtag tweet corner see y'all next time <laughs> on Dragon Ball Z yeah no man that's a that's as you know as you guys know it's typically our last episode of the year we do our um, game of the year discussion so yeah. We are uh, we are officially on a timer now. My Amazon package is four stops away, and I have two dogs in this house. <laughs> oh, buddy! Yeah. No. We'll- so yeah, we will do we will do our game of the year, um, as is tradition, uh, at the end for the last episode of the year. So uh, tune in next time to find out. Uh, do you guys have anything else before I jump into uh, housekeeping? Nope. Okay. Nope. All right. Well. If you like what we hear, tell your friends, first and foremost, spread the word. We are available on pretty much every podcast service out there. So you're talking your Google um, podcast app, your iTunes, your Spotify, your Stitcher radios, Podbean, all that good stuff. If you listen to podcasts anywhere else, look us up. We're most likely there. Um, And then if you like what you hear and you want to see it live... Uh, we stream a few nights a week over it on Twitch. You can check out twitch.tv slash CGY podcast to tune in. Um, and if you have a Twitch account, you can follow us for free to get notifications on when we're actually going live. And if you have an Amazon Prime account that's linked to your Twitch account, you can subscribe to us for free for one month. costs you nothing. Um, and even if it's not us, use your Prime um, membership to subscribe to somebody on Twitch. If you're not, you're literally just letting Amazon keep money. So help every help anyone out. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, subscribe and use it. It's only for a month, and then you can switch it up to somebody else. So, um, but as always, we end every episode with a shower thought from Reddit. Uh, and this week's shower thought comes from user Ladorak. Jedis could simply turn off their opponents' lightsabers by force pressing the button. <laughs> and that's going to do it for episode 115 of Come Get Your Podcast. I've been your host, Adam. I've been Dustin.
I've been Chris. <laughs> See you all next time. Game of the Year. Next episode. Love you, bye.